So I was sitting in the uh, the bar with Frank, the student, and this this girl comes over and literally says, "Are you a single chorizo in broken Spanish, in broken Spanglish English?" And I was like, "Huh?" And at that moment, her her friend walks in. Her friend was actually pretty hot and gave me the eye. And I thought, "All oh, right, this is game on. This is exactly what Guadalajara should be about." Guys, welcome. My name Tusk. Join with Les. My name Tusk. <laughs> we help men meet and attract and date women around the globe in crazy locations with some of the world's hottest girls, but also just providing that experience. And, and we're living a lifestyle that I guess intrigues people. Yeah. Because it's sure. not your everyday digital nomad. It kind of is. We travel a lot. Um, our, our life is split up six months a year in the South American summer, six months a year in Europe. But on top of that, we're actually approaching and meeting and dating on our own terms. So if you're a guy who wants to learn the art of not relying on Tinder, not bashing 10 out in a row, where we just looked up for the other side of cafe. <laughs> Seems I said that. Or not relying on nightclubs, which due to the advent of Corona, and I say advent, no, it's conspiracy theories, is not actually an option in most countries, then you're gonna have to learn to speak to the opposite sex sober. Da -da -da -da. Fast forward anyway, so Les, what have you been up to? I mean, we'll finish this Guadalajara tale, but just to paint the picture, we were in Guadalajara. We were on a yeah. boot camp there with a couple of guys. Guadalajara is a big, uh, 30 years ago, super dangerous Mexican city. M mentioned all the Narcos documentaries. They actually made a, one of the Narcos series was based in Guadalajara as well. Yeah, a lot of the old school cartels based in Guadalajara. Yeah. Now it's a bit like Medellin in the sense that it's actually pretty safe. Things yeah, very friendly, up. very relaxed city. Um, yeah, very chilled out, way more chilled out than uh, than Mexico City. Yes. Everyone's way more friendly. Don't go to Mexico City. We, we've now Don't spent, recommend it just, at all. Just to recap, and in case you haven't listened to this before, we were in Mexico City. We flew in there for a few days uh, at the beginning of November. Complete waste of time. Flew as soon as we got could get away to Playa de Carmen. We did. We spent the last three weeks in Playa de Carmen. Beautiful beach town with a bit of a vibe to it. Yeah. Anything goes here. And then we went to Tulum to celebrate Tusk's coming of age, bar mitzvah, not 34th year, <laughs> 34 years on planet Goose, planet Earth. And we're back in Playa to record some footage before heading back to Tulum for a final chinwag there. Chinwag? Chinwag. Shirag. Shirag. Some sort of Bantasaurus Rex tour. To basically get a little bit more filming, because the first time was a little bit It's a beautiful messy. place. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. We loved it. And lots of beautiful women. And we'll talk about this in the next episode, but just a reminder that we are running international boot camps. The schedule has been decided for 2021. If you're listening to this years down the line, please still get in touch. Info at jamestuss.com. Send us an email because the will, if we're still alive, we will probably still be running boot camps. So. But yeah, the schedule has been decided for 2021 and we will be back in Tulum and Oaxaca and Puerto Vallarta. So really cool schedule for Mexico post Brazil. But we digress. So this was a bit of a cheeky podcast and it is to talk about what we built in recent times, but we're proud of it. And we think by listening to this, you're gonna get some value as well. And we'll try and have a bit of banter with it as well. So, so people don't turn off. But me and Les, fast, fast backwards four months, we're thinking Stuck right. in gloomy London. It's gloomy London, which actually now in hindsight, it's the whole obstacle is the right way thing of actually, fuck, we've kind of seen the light and I'm glad we did which was, we were thinking, right, guys can't travel for boot camps anymore. We work with a lot of US and Australian clients. They can't get the fuck out of the country. They still want to meet us for boot camps. How the fuck do we do this? And we were thinking, right, if we were learning this stuff from scratch, wanting to learn cold approach, wanting to learn how to get good at day game, yeah, 
what would we have loved to have seen or what would have been super helpful for us to have done as a product uh, or what would, what would we have paid money for to enable to us to master this skill set and habitualize it and normalize it as, as, as quickly as possible. To essentially fast track all the mistakes, all the that, mistakes. We, that we made, all especially the, at the beginning stages because that's when you fuck up the most. All the mind wank theory, all the completely winging it yourself, hoping for the best. All these pain tales, which you know, pain's great because it makes you change, but not when it's like three months in a row and you haven't gone on a date. I mean, that's not you're just not learning well. <laughs> it's a complete waste of time, isn't it? And Absolutely. That's the sound coming out. So someone is drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, so I was trying to record a podcast, trying to throw a spanner in the works, but um, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how. Should we see how loud it comes up, or do you think it'll be okay? I think. I think okay. it'll be fine, depending on if he carries on. So, yeah. Just to summarise, the ten week we call it the Approach Academy Accelerator. If you follow this course over ten weeks, you essentially master the habitualization of cold approach. So you're able to approach a gun in any situation. You're having between 20, 30 conversations a week with new attractive women throughout, as you go around through, throughout your everyday life. It's extremely time effective. You understand how to have a conversation. You understand how to flirt, how to take a phone number. You're going on two to three dates a week with new attractive girls. That is the end result. If you just shut the fuck up and follow the process, the format of delivery is through a series of videos of myself and Les demoing this stuff on women. You know, we filmed it and also telling you and explaining you what you need to do via a task list and holding you accountable via a WhatsApp group with the other guys doing the program on and a series of one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls you get throughout the program. So all base are covered. It's the most cost-effective way to work with us and it's what we really encourage guys to do to be be begin proceedings. After that, you have the option of then coming on to me for a boot camp for live training in some cool location around the world, whether that's Russia, whether that's fucking Belarus, whether that's Serbia, whether that's Brazil, whether that's Colombia, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, so, so common questions we're getting about this. Again, get in touch. Just Google James Tusk Approach Academy Accelerator if you want to learn more. You can click on the consultation page, you get taken through, you can jump on the phone with me and Les. The total cost of this is £15.87, just to be transparent, which, to be honest, if you break it down, the attention you get from us and the step-by-step -step process and implementable plan you get from us, which no one else is giving you to actually learn this stuff, it is sweet fuck all. So no complaints about pricing. This is the cheapest we could possibly do it for the amount of work and accountability we give you. Um, if you can't afford this, honestly, you're not probably the right guy to work with us because the typical guy we work with, and I don't know why I'm going into the business, business kind of side of things here, but the ideal guy we work with is similar to us, you know, treats this as a normalization process, is not a complete clown, and wants to basically up, up the quality um, and the way he meets women. Um, yeah, well, like you say, a lot of the guys that we work with are actually doing really well in life a lot of the guys that come and train with us on boot camps or do the 10-week program they've got their shit together you know they genuinely care about improving themselves they're going to the gym they dress well they've got their lives in order their finances are in order so like you say they're you looking to get better yeah 100 percent 100 percent and if you can't afford the the old 15 or 1600 pounds then clearly you need to get that side of your life figured out and that's you know, such a good point, if actually, you, and we can help. We can well, not help you do that, but if you get in touch and you're genuine, being like, "Look, I don't know what to do," we won't give you some career advice, but we'll say to, we'll just question you on saying, "Look, you're doing something for eight, nine hours a day. Have you considered the fact you can change that?" Yeah. Right. So we are in it for the right reasons. We do want to help guys get better, and it's, it starts with the dating. But as we all know, it acts a Trojan horse, doesn't it? Self development. Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is, like we always speak about this, girls are much better at seeing through your lies when you talk to them so if you're a 
broke guy doesn't dress well you haven't got your shit in order your career is not really in order yeah sure you can learn some lines but the girl is going to see through it whether that's the first time that you speak to her or on the first date i know this because it happened to me multiple times um so yeah like you say we we, we do obviously coach the social side of this but all these other areas have a massive impact on whether you succeed with women or not because that's essentially what she sticks around for how much value can you give her yeah absolutely agree so back to the guadalajara tale so anyway sitting in the in the in the uh in this cool, quite cool bar called peter brown uh, it's got a kind of yeah just dingy retro lights brickwork it's a bit kind of smoky even though no one's smoky in there it's got this kind of smell of incense almost uh just a cool looking bar like for me I should have been a bar owner, really, because I love walking into it. There was a there's a bar that I used to do hundreds of my dates at when I was living in London. That I was that gym. Called it just the gym bar. I remember we two, went there the one day. And we yeah. Ended up rolling back at six a.m. the next Absolutely day. Absolutely goofed off our tits. Is that yeah. when you had to teach the entire? I had day ten hours of coaching the day after. I don't know how you managed that? My eyes were off. I think one eye was closed at the end of the day. There was another time when you came yeah. back and it was five a.m. and you had to get a flight at like seven to back to Thailand or Budapest. Budapest I don't know yeah. how you made that. I never know because I sent you off. It was almost like you completely forgot about it. You were like, "Ah, it's a write-off," and I was like, "No, fuck it, get in the cab." Not, in that, expect, in that not state, expecting you to get there. In that state Somehow of mind, I was there. just thinking, "Ah, oh, good time with the lads. Fuck yeah. Budapest. I'll fuck off the whole like month that I've planned there just for one night." <laughs> Obviously, not the <laughs> for best one day. terrible comeback. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, carry on. So, yeah, really cool bar, retro kind of brickwork smoky you look at the bar it's like dimly lit you've got those kind of like vintage light bulbs hanging over it and you can yeah. see like bits of bottles like illuminated mm. cool mezcal brands it's just got a good vibe to it brilliant date spot so anyway i was sitting there with a student and we were having a bit of a debrief having a mezcal that was after a day of coaching right day of coaching yeah so we had two students in guadalajara um, both interesting guys both with completely different things to fix um but just talking to them and this two birds kept looking over and one of them, the hot one, left. And at that stage, uh, I should start your street. Man. No, I'm looking at this one. Just one day. Yeah, no, go, go for it and record it. Yeah, all right. Just leave it recording. So, I'm just walking up. And I'm just going to get, give a little bit of space because I want to run around, give a proper stop, make some impact. All good. Hello. Hey. How blessing, Blaze? Uh, English. English? I yeah. saw you uh, strutting, walking like this, with yeah. your resting bitch face, your Russian face on. And I was like, oh, I must say, Privyet. No okay. Russian? Russian? Ah, Kiev or Odessa. Ah, Odessa. With too many, with too many Turkish men. Yeah, I went there. And mm, maybe. Yes, I went. I went there ten years ago, and it was amazing. And then I went last year, and it's just everyone is Turkish chasing around the girls, mm -hmm. and then smoking shisha. There's no, nothing maybe else. in Arcadia, Ibiza club. Ah, Ibiza. Yeah, but I prefer to stay in the downtown. Yeah, uh, Debaskaya. Yeah, Debaskaya. It's more, more nice. Mm -hmm. And they have this. Uh, Travelers is a nice place. Ah, uh, yeah, Travelers Cafe. Cafe. 
So what about you? I was like, oh, she looks, yeah. I, I was like, she's gonna be Russian. You were strutting. Okay, everybody think, uh, everybody starts to speak to Russian right away. Yeah, because you have the Russian face, very serious. You look like you want to punch someone, and you have this walk like the cat walk like this. And what do you think? Where do you think I'm from? Uh, state. State. You say? No, London. London. Oh, Everyone okay. thinks uh, Australia. No. Oh, really? Oh, no. I have terrible accent in English, so for me, British accent, American accent. But you can speak English, it's impressive. When I was in Ukraine last time, uh, in Odessa, yeah, more people can speak because it's tourist, right? Yeah, But probably. usually, less, less, I less. I just say, it's probably connection with my work because... So what do you do? You're a drug dealer or what do you do? No, I just say, Europe online consultation hospitality. Ah, the treatment. skin. You yeah. need to help me with my deep wrinkles, I'm getting old. In the actions. Yeah. And what brings you to Playa de Carmen? Vacation. Uh huh. It's a For how long? How long you stay? Uh, I stay here um, on spring. I was four months. Four months in Playa. I stuck here. There was uh, Europe is uh, closer. It's border. a bit. It's kind of like similar to Odessa, like it's like this kind of small beach town, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was here four months. Uh, then I waiting when the open border to Europe. I uh -huh. to come back to Ukraine. You don't want to go back to Ukraine in winter. You'll be shivering. Yeah, I know. You'll be hiding in Traveler's Cafe with your shisha pipe. Yeah. Like, fuck going outside. By the way, I miss about shisha. This place is very rare when I know this cafe only have shisha. You like shisha? Mm -hmm, yeah. What flavor do you like? Some Apple. Peach. Peach. No, peach. This is very, this is like watermelon. This is like Ukrainian flavor. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. I'm typical stereotypes. So you sit there with your serious face drinking coffee. No, drinking uh, Why mint seriously? tea. Because I mean, all, all, all former Soviet Union people, naturally culture is like, they must be serious. Come on, in Scandinavia the same. Scandinavia, you think? Yeah. In I Finland, see. they were super friendly, the people. Sweden uh, more in more Norway. serious. I was in Norway, no, so people also I can like see. poker face like Do me. they think you look they think you look like Norwegian maybe? I don't know they but speak to you in Norwegian. Yes, there was in yeah, Explore you have the blonde hair. and uh, everybody spoke Privet, Kagdila, like Kagdila. Uh, okay. I just don't answer on Russian. It's brave. I pretend I'm not Russian. Really? <laughs> but I you can speak I'm... English, they all speak English though. Yeah. But you're it's brave, you travel on your own quite a lot. This is mm. quite cool. Or you prefer to travel with people? Uh, most of the time I travel all by my with my friends or your friends. with my husband. Or with your husband? Yeah. You look very young to be married. Um, no, not exactly. <laughs> really? You're not, you're like 24 maybe? Thank you. Maybe this time I'm cosmetology because you're... I'm 27. Ah, this is good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm staying here for one more day and then I go back to Tulum. Uh, yeah. Did you, you go before? Uh, yeah, I'm already here like uh, four months spring and here almost two months, six months already in Mexico, so very well known. In Playa or Tulum? Uh, we stay in Playa, but we travel to Tulum, Bacalar, everywhere. In Tulum I was... Ah, how is Bacalar? Uh, I hear good very things. Very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. Relax. Seven colors, yeah. Uh, Tulum is a lot of like for me, sorry, but freaks. Really? Freaks. This is probably why I like it. <laughs> it's like people, I'm very classic person you know like, what do you mean classic person i mean i just i don't know for me it's like some attitude i i cannot walk uh, on the downtown in swimsuit for me it's like 
know. It's bad to get attention. No, in downtown seems sweet. Oh, but why would you be in downtown? In the only everybody. No, the only nice area is by the beach, the hotel zone, right? Oh, we, yeah, we was there. We drive cars there. Uh -huh. You can drive in Ukraine? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, sure. I'm just joking. Sure. I'm teasing. Sure. Uh, so what will you do later? You want to go for a coffee? No, I have a husband. Is serious? Because I know in Ukraine and Russia, it's like, oh, I have husband, but I have the fun times on the sides. No, 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 oh, really? really this is a stereotype, right? In yeah. Ukraine. But you're loyal. My, yeah, my husband's from USA. Oh, okay. Nice. The yeah. East meets West. Yes. Cool. Well, uh, but we don't meet each other on Ibiza. <laughs> so it's also In Ibiza club. It's also stereotypes when I say... You um, didn't do the... Uh, I know lots of American guys who came to Ukraine and got scammed because they look for wife online. Yeah. And then they meet a, up and they have to pay for these meals and then suddenly, oh, goodbye. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> That's everywhere. Done, yeah. It's everywhere scam, but yeah. we have happy story. You have happy story. Yeah. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah. Enjoy your walk. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Interesting. So, yeah, first approach of the day. Probably speaking, I'm just self-analyzing here before as a walk back to Les, but probably speaking too fast, jumping in a bit, interrupting, which is never a good sign. We're just having a bit of banter. Uh, the husband thing came into it, tried to push past it, stayed unreactive, just went for it anyway. Um, nothing you can do, like nice conversation. Everyone's a winner. Who gives a fuck? But she was cool. She was hot. She was blonde. Strutting, she had that classic resting bitch face, those stupid... Um, Noel Gallagher style, style glasses from Oasis um, and all in all good conversation and gets me a bit more sociable as well which means the second half of this podcast should actually be a bit better so the Ukrainian approach it was going well I was she was from Odessa I was obviously making jokes about Odessa they'll hear it on the thing anyway I was saying it's the first approach of the day so definitely things to be improved on and that's why it's so good to be constantly interacting with people because I was speaking a bit fast. I did interrupt her a couple of times, but these basic kind of etiquette things you, you, you conversationally need to kind of get scripts with every day. Yeah. They are so key to, yeah, just interacting with people, you're able to then self-correct and be like, okay, so yeah. I get it. But at the end of the day, again, um, one of the, the guys we've taken a lot from in the last few years, good looking loser, he, he does, does a kind of a, 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 sound bite, a sound bite saying, don't try and be smooth. And that's exactly it. At the end of the day, all you can really do is go for it and give it a crack. So that's what I did. At some stage, she brings up a husband. I try and close anyway. She's like, look, I'm happily married. You know, no one's a loser. She she goes away. She's had a compliment. I feel a bit more warmed up socially. So, you know, everyone's a winner in that circumstance. But going back to the original story I was telling. So we're sitting in Guadalajara. We've just done a quite a hard day's boot camp in the shopping center. I say hard day, running around talking to attractive women. But, but in, in, in the context of what we do, quite a tiring day. And... Anyway, so these girls have been looking around at me and this guy, uh, the student, and at the, that stage, the unattractive girl goes off, sorry, the attractive girl goes off to the bathroom. And at that stage, her friend jumps over and goes, are you a single chorizo? Which I thought was a great opening gambit. It caught my attention and I was like, did she actually say, are you a single chorizo? As a joke. She obviously spoke good English. That's hilarious because I thought you were making a joke about that. I no, no, that was I was just, saying, it was the like, sort of line I would have used. That's why I thought it was exactly her. It was perfect. Uh, and you, and yeah. I went, no, I'm actually married. And then she went, really? And I went, yeah, to the big man upstairs. And she went, oh. And I was like, no, I'm actually married. And she went, what? Are you actually? And I was like, no, I'm single. I'm a single chorizo. 
but we're having a bit of banter to begin with. Um, and then she goes, what's your name? And I said, hey, Mito, taking the piss out of the fact I've got a tiny Hong Kongese penis. Waving my little finger I was around. born in Hong Kong. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mito. And then wiggling that around, which is self-deprecating nonsense, but usually works quite well. Um, not saying I'm packing extraordinary heat in the bedroom, but I can handle my own. <laughs> I'm not too much for a high meter unless it's no, been a... We went for a skinny dip, you're not doing too bad. Visits. Oh, well, no, I'm a grower, not a shower. So oh, unless really? I had a hard on, I'm it doing will, quite it, badly. Will... <laughs> and it was also cold and we've been doing a lot of extracurricular candy store visits. So um, I'd be surprised if you thought I had a knob, big knob. Um, we, we're completely digressing. Uh, back to the original tale. So yeah, the, the hot one, the one that's interested in me, comes back out the bathroom. The, uh, the wing woman had scuttled back to the, the other side of the bar and so they obviously had a little chat and then they both brazenly just come over and, and the one that supposedly likes me just sits down next to me and it's like hey and I just thought well obvious topic to, to riff on here because she spoke quite good English and I was practicing my Spanish was do you do this often because I've only had it probably three times in my entire life when a girl comes and actually tries it on with me yeah. um, and it's happened twice in a club with very butch looking lesbians or butch looking um, Butch looking girls. Um, so, and they've kind of been like, all right, honey, with a smoky kind of treacly voice and grab me by the neck and push me up against the wall. And I'm just sort of squirming going, oh no, is this what it feels like when I approach women? Shit, I should tone down my ways and go and live in a monastery. <laughs> um, you know what, but the thing is we were talking about this yesterday and the woman, the woman here are far, far more ballsy. I mean, we were standing on the side of the street and some girl walked past and what did she do? She was like, mm. Yeah, like, they're very yeah. open in Mexico. They seem very, yeah. I don't want to say promiscuous because it creates the wrong connotation, but very sexually liberated. Like women here like to have sex and they're not sure about it. And well, it's, it's fucking not... good, man. I feel like they're more, yeah, more sexually liberated, much more than in the Western. Do you want to try this? It's good. No, yeah, we'll, I will just not. Raw tuna. Um, so long story short, we get chatting to these two girls. The other guy's talking to the one, the wing woman, uh, who supposedly has a boyfriend. But basically, she was basically trying to set her mate up. At that point, I said to my the guy, the student, I said, look, let's, let's do one. So he went back to his, the wing woman went back to hers, and then I went back to my place with the girl, which was cool. Um, apologies, I'm munching tacos during this. At which point, basically going back to my place, it was game on, which was, yeah, it was, it was great from start to finish. and. It just goes to show like how random this stuff is. If you're putting yourself out there and you're actually open to opportunities, you're gonna get opportunities like that present themselves like the one I just had in Guadalajara where you're just thinking, well, you aren't even focusing on it, right? But it just makes it, it comes out of the blue. And then you've got kind of the social now to actually do something about it and not torpedo yourself. Elements of me were, were doing the standard kind of beta thing that we all do, which is play the safe option, right? Of, oh, I'll just get her number and meet her a different day. And I actually did do that at the table. But then I just thought, you know what? Strike while the arm's hot, let's make this happen. I left seven minutes away, it's a no-brainer. She wasn't my dream girl, but she was attractive enough to be like, fuck it, you know what, I'm gonna take her back to mine. So I think being consciously aware of, 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 of yourself in the moment and just making those, those, those hard calls, often the right thing to do, and I learned this from when I was doing sales, uh, quite high-end pressured financial sales in the city of London, but Often the most uncomfortable thing to do is the right thing to do. So picking up that phone or trying to drag that girl home then and there, not playing it nice, not playing it safe, not playing not to lose, playing to fucking win. Which 
takes me full back to the original reason I wanted to record this podcast with Les, which was, if you haven't got this shit sorted out, get in touch with us and come and join us around the globe for a boot camp where we take you out, myself and a couple of coaches. It's a great kind of dynamic. We're in a place we know, we understand the dating culture, we speak the language. Between us now, cumulatively, we speak enough Russian, Spanish and English to cover pretty much all of the places that we find attractive for women around the globe. We're not particularly into uh, Southeast Asian birds or ladyboys for that matter, although Bangkok is fun to go to. But we know the places, we've been to the same old spots, places like Rio, Helsinki, Bogota, Barcelona, Lisbon, uh, Belgrade, Warsaw, Krakow, Lodz, uh, Zagreb, Minsk, Odessa, uh, Istanbul. We've gone to all these spots multiple times now. So we've not only mapped out the places, the best day game spots in the dating culture, we've mapped out exactly um, yeah, how to go about actually creating you know, a sick trip. So going in there, smashing it for the first three or four days, really building that lead bank up on the Thursday, the Friday, Saturday. Um, and then generating those those numbers where you can then, you know, the quarter days of the, of the following week, the Sundays, the Mondays, the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays, you're able to convert those into dates, into FaceTime with women you find attractive. So it's a brilliant system. We know what we're doing. We can teach you how to do it. Again, just to repaint the picture, we really encourage you to be doing the 10-week Approach Academy Accelerator before you come on a boot camp. You can do it the other way around if you've got massive social anxiety, or there's a specific reason, like a time frame reason, you see we're in Colombia in January and you know it's like two weeks away or whatever, and you're like, fuck, I really won't go and train live with these guys. Obviously, we're not militant in the sense we're not gonna allow you to come out, but what we'd really encourage you to do is do the 10-week course first, learn to build this resilience. It teaches you to build resilience of the approaching, teaches you how to become self-sufficient with this so you're able to do it in your hometown or city. And then, once you've mastered that, then that's the time to come out to a boot camp with me or Les around the world somewhere where you find women attractive because you're able to tune up stuff, we're able to mic you up, listen to your approaches, give you feedback on your body language, etc., etc., and obviously provide that set of eyes, that hawk's eye view of what you're doing and be able to adjust you. So that is the normal way people work with us and generally the most effective way. Do the 10-week approach accelerator, of which there are four running in 2021, one in January, one in April, one in August, and one in October. If you're listening to this later than 2021, again, get in touch and there'll be program dates for this available in 2022 and 2023. But that's the way to do it. Do that first and then come and join us in the bootcamp. And if you complete the Approach Accelerator program, which again costs £15.87, we give you a discount on the bootcamp price anyway because we prefer to teach guys who have built this into a skill set already. One of the biggest time sinks and time wastes is when guys can't approach and then they come on a boot camp with us and we spend the, the first two or three days trying to get them to approach. It's just not an effective way of doing it. Whereas if you learn that stuff, you've learned that to build that resilience and build habitualize this and build frequency with this, using the 10 week program in your hometown or city or every, wherever you're living, then it's not gonna be an issue. You're gonna turn up to place in question because you're motivated by the fact we're there and you really like the women. For example, if you like blonde girls, Helsinki, if you like Russian girls, meet us in Russia or Kiev or Minsk, if you like Latinas meet us in Colombia, Mexico, Brazil. Again, you can see the schedule just email info at jamestuss.com. But then you turn up and you absolutely smash it out of the park because you're able to approach like a madman. Um, and that's a far better use of your time. And then when you go back off the boot camp, because you've already built the resilience to approach and you've habitualized it and you're already approaching 20, 30 girls a week and going on multiple dates a week in your home city, it's just going to add fuel to that fire. And you're going to be able to then push on and use the experience as a motivator and actually having learned 
a serious set of skills as well when you're trading with us live. The other way to do it, and it is an option to do, and sometimes it works better, is if you really, really have strong anxiety or you really can't approach or you just don't have the time basically to wait until the next program begins, then, and you know, there's a boot camp available, then fly out meters for the boot camp. We smash the, the bad habits out of you, teach you how to approach quickly and then you go back and do the 10-week course after. And obviously, if you put them together, we're able to offer a discount as well. So that's kind of in a nutshell how we expect guys moving forward to work with us and how best it is to work with us. Guys always ask me, James, what is the best way to ideally work with you in an ideal world? Um, yeah, nothing more to say on that. We've just got back to plug Pilot Carmen. So regards from this place, I'm sitting about to feast on some fishy, fishy tacos, not that type of cat taco, but actually some very tasty fresh fish. No pink tacos in sight. And we're going to get on and do some filming today as well. So there's going to be some cool footage coming at you. If it isn't already, check it out on YouTube from Plata Carmen, Tulum, and then I head back to London and let's head to Columbia. So peace. Any questions, comments, anything like this, get in touch. Info at or Google James Tusk Approach Academy Accelerator. The page will come up. Watch the video. Read the spiel and click on the apply button and me and Les will jump on a consultation call with you, no cost for that, and work out if it's a good fit. Nothing more to say, guys. Absolute pleasure as always, and I will see you soon. Adios.